What's up, everybody? This is Andrew May. You are listening to Story and Growth. I'm here with my co-host, Katie May. Hey, hey. We're here today to talk about what do you want to create? We're here to shoot the shit and be real. If that sounds like something you're into, let's go. As we're nearing the end of a year and kind of moving towards the beginning of a new year, something that has been coming up for me a lot lately is what do I want to create? What do I want to create within my life, within my business, within my photography, within my relationships? And, you know, I was asked that question recently by a buddy of mine, you know, I was needing to have a hard conversation with my father. And he essentially asked me, you know, like, what is it that you want to create in that relationship? Like what type of relationship do you want to have with your father? And that helped really to put things in perspective for me of what do I want? You know, it's like, I was so focused on the conversation or on what was going to be said and how it was going to be said, how it was going to be received. I didn't really stop to think about why, like, what is the point of me having this type of conversation with him? And for me, it was really like, okay, I want to create a relationship in which there's no walls up and no boundaries. And we feel like we can actually share our heart with one another, even if we disagree on things. And, uh, yeah, I was really actually pretty nervous to have the conversation, but ended up, you know, going over and and talking to him and even stated that that was what I wanted to create with him to him. So he knows like, Oh, okay. Like my son cares deeply about me. He's, you know, enough so to where he's wanting to tell me these things, like what he wants to create in his relationship with me. He's, I also like set an intention at the beginning of the conversation. I think this is something good to do and it can feel, it felt a little foreign to me to do, but at the same time, it was really beneficial and helpful because what it did was it helped me to ground myself and say like, this is my intention for this conversation. I want to make sure that we're open, honest, and you know, leaving judgment out of this conversation entirely. And if, if we feel any of that, that we would return to a place of love and and care because I know we care deeply about each other. And, you know, I, I think that just all in all, it's, it's helpful to know, like, it's just such a good question in our lives. Like if you're running up against things that you're just kind of feel like maybe you're burnt out in your work. Um, I know there's a lot of photographers where it's just been an avalanche of work this year because of kind of what happened in 2020. Um, but I think something to sit down and just ask yourself kind of open-ended and you can really focus on, you know, your mind may take you towards a specific relationship or it may take you towards, uh, more, more in a work direction or uh, a self-care direction. It's just like, what do you want to create out of your life? We've talked about like, you know, being the author of your life and not letting others decide you get to determine your, you know, you're holding the pen. And so the question today really is like, what do you want to create? And, um, so yeah, I would just ask you, Katie, what do you want to create? It's a good question, which I think about it often, but then when you're 
asked like on the spot directly, it's kind of like, hmm, what do I want to share about what I want to create? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think for me, I'm learning more and more about this whole concept of being like a co-creator in my life and realizing that we don't have to just stay in in relationships, in jobs, in situations, in any of it that isn't isn't really helping us live our our lives in a way that we want to live them. And I think so many people, including myself, for so long, just kind of until I've been more awakening, I guess, just sort of took life as it came and, you know, the ups and downs and, you know, this is just how it is. And not that I couldn't like see where I've definitely worked hard to like create parts of my life, but it was more like I didn't have the mindset or the belief that I really could co-create because, you know, you'll read stuff in books or, you know, hear different thought leaders say like, you can, you can achieve anything or you can be anything that you want to be, you know, and you say that and you're like, yeah, but how does that actually happen? (laughs) You Mm. know? And I think it's a combination of intention of energetics of, you know, keeping like taking care of yourself in a way that keeps your vibration. Cause we, you know, when I, when I started learning more about like our energetic bodies and that we do like, we are energy, right? Like we, Mm -hmm. we were created from energy. We will be energy when we die. And so in that sense, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Like we are on a frequency, like our cells vibrate at different frequencies, just like music or, you know, other energies. Right. Mm -hmm. So if we are energetic beings, we can choose how to create our frequency which as I'm learning then actually attracts other energy Mm -hmm. to us. So it's like this dance of creation and pushing out your ideas in the world, but also like keeping your energy to a point of like being able to receive that energy coming back to you. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's sort of like the law of attraction and like manifestation, you know, it's like you, what you put out in the world, you're going to get back is kind of like that philosophy. Mm-hmm. And I do see where that is true. You know, if you stay kind of in the negative space and, or you, or you don't allow yourself to think about you being a co-creator or having the ability to create a new reality for yourself or to create something in the world, then you're not going to, you're not, mm-hmm. you're not going to see that. Yeah. I think the idea of creativity or creation, creating, it's work, but it can also be fun. It can be playful. And so we had an episode called It's Your Responsibility. It it really is, you know, what the things that you want to create, it's really up to you to decide what that is and to actually put steps in place to make sure that what you say you want to create is is in alignment with how you're actually showing up or how you're actually showing up is in alignment with what you want to create. Mm. Um, like in your habits and your choices. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're in a relationship that you are wanting to create something specific, like you're wanting to show up with specific boundaries, maybe sexually or 
otherwise, uh, because you've not held firm to that in the past, like it's a new relationship or something, but you keep showing up, like just giving yourself over, that's not you creating what you want to create. Or if it's, you know, you're a parent and you're wanting to cultivate a relationship with your kids where you're not like yelling and they're yelling back. It's like, you want to create something to where they feel like they can come to you with anything. If you're continuing to show up just out of a place of anger or out of a place of like, why are you so annoying? And you're, you're yelling, they're yelling. Then you're not really creating the things that you say you want to create. So it is work and it, it requires a little bit of, you know, constantly checking in to see like, am I creating what I want? Cause like, over Thanksgiving with Katie, there was a couple times where I just said, do we enjoy life? Because it just felt like with our kids specifically, you know, they were home from there, like they were on a break. And as an entrepreneur, you don't ever really get a break. Uh, as a business owner, you're, there's always things you can do. And so, you know, like we're still trying to do some of our stuff, but then also I felt like we were really intentional about spending time with them. And, you know, I think it just feels like it's never enough. And that's when for me, I get either resentful or just like frustrated of like, why can't you just be? Yeah. And, and I think like, then I have to always ask myself, like, how am I showing up? You know, and when, and when lately, especially when things have felt tense or restless, it's, because within me, I feel tense or restless and I'm kind of putting that out. Not always. There's been times where I'm like, I feel so calm. What is going on outside? Why is this feeling this way? But I think there is this, you know, there's this saying, I guess, or it's a, I don't know if it's a universal law or something, but it's like, so within as within, so without like basically however you are within yourself is what you're going to see in the world mm -hmm. and how that energy is going to be reflected back to you. So I think you're right. It is, it is work and it's, it's practice, right? Like we're not going to get it perfect. And, you know, I think that's what stops a lot of people from creating to begin with is they're, they're like, well, if I can't do it perfectly or if I can't have all the conditions line up, what's the point? Right. And I think as I've been doing this um, artist way journey, which is sort of like a reclamation of the creative spirit, if you haven't ever done it or heard of it, like I highly recommend it. But she really like challenges that, you know, that all the things that we say about being a creator, or I'm not creative or, you know, any of that. It's like we are all really innately creative because we are creators and we were created <laughs> to create in the world. Um, like I honestly think it's probably one of the biggest things we're here to do. And that doesn't mean like you have to be an artist or you have to like create art necessarily, but it could be that you're like, you're saying you're creating, you know, innovation in your relationships or you know, maybe you're really creative in like how you look at math problems or problem solving or science, you know, maybe that's your, your thing. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like what you think of typical art, but I just challenge, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, I'm just not creative, I'm not a creator. Like, I don't know how I would even begin to create something. 
like, I think two things, one, take yourself back to like your eight year old self. (laughs) What did you enjoy doing then? You know, for me, I loved, I loved being in the woods and like building teepees and fairy houses and, you know, that kind of stuff is like, then go back and do some of that and see what comes from there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think our younger selves really know, you know, it's, we, we have this innate joy within us and it, over the years just kind of gets it like wanes to a point to where it's like really hard to get back to that place, you know? And I do think we're like, as kids, it's just, it just comes so naturally to be creative and to just create. Cause I don't know if this is true, but I do feel like children have a way of being less afraid of failure in that regard they're willing to like, because all so many experiences are new. It's just like, okay, I'm not expected to be good at this. I'm not sure if like later in life, we just have these expectations on ourselves of like, Oh, I'm just not. And and like, we've, we've determined who we are because of years and years of just, you know, existing. We're like, okay, I am not a volleyball player. (laughs) I'm no good at that. Uh, I am not, an artist or a musician or a whatever, like you don't Mm. necessarily have to be any one of those things. And maybe those things don't bring you any joy. That's like, I think what you're pointing to is like, find what does bring you joy. Maybe like, and a good indicator is what brought you joy when you were young. If that doesn't help, it's like, what lights you up when you think about it now? If it's, you know, if it's just watching movies, like that's okay. Maybe there's something like that actually does light me up watching movies because, uh, just seeing cinematography and the way a director directs the lighting they choose, like all of that, it does. So it speaks to something deeper. It's not just this like, Oh, you're a lazy motherfucker. You like watching movies. It's no, like what, what really like video games, very similar thing for me. It's like, I actually really enjoy that because I enjoy really beautiful storytelling and Mm. there's great storytelling in the video games that I play. Um, and so those are the types of things that I like to see and that are an indicator to me of like, what do I want to create? I see these beautiful and incredible things other people are creating. Uh, I also see, I, I think the reason I get a little, uh, annoyed with like Instagram and TikTok is there are creators on the platform, but it just feels like such watered down, like, Oh, this is like just a microcosm of American culture. It's this very, like, we got to have it like Mm -hmm. in, give it to me in 15 seconds or less. Otherwise I don't give a shit, which is not true because like there's YouTube as a platform, people will sit and watch long form content People listen to this podcast. They listen to other podcasts where it's longer form content. People will listen to a Rogan podcast that's two to three hours. So I I guess there's a place for all of it. I think that, (laughs) I think what bothers me in my own mind that I need to work through is that when I see uh, that, I see the metrics that are associated with that. I'm like, wow, you're getting like heavily rewarded for this like dumb shit that you're doing that I just don't want to, like, I just really don't want to do to, to mm. get that level of exposure, you know, like I want more and more people to see my work, but it's like for that specifically, I feel like that's just not me. Like, I don't want to conform to what 
you're saying everybody cares about right now. Cause mm. I know I don't care about it personally. Uh, and, and that's why I'm a little edgy about it. I don't, I don't want to be that way. I want to be like, Oh cool. We'll get, get over that. And like, this is what the platform's doing, but there's that like rub. Cause to me, that's not creative or I'm just unwilling to be like, how could I do my own creative spin on this? Cause I see people doing some really cool shit on there um, yeah. with transitions and with like, you know, stacking three different videos of like just beautiful landscapes and stuff. And so I've seen people do it in interesting, cool ways where they're not just like. Yeah. But I, I think you also have to decide like what is worth your energy and, and your creation energy, right? Like I think if you want to create certain things, like it's not going to be on a social media platform, right? Like, I think everybody's going to be different about that. And and I do think there's blessings and curses in, in social media. I think it has brought out, I mean, I know for me, it's brought out some of my creativity that I didn't know existed mm-hmm. and just helped me to build new skills around, you know, even like making a video and sharing like my creative thoughts or I would have never have done that before. And so it has pushed me to like learn new skills, but I think there's a point where you have to ask yourself, is this taking more from me than I'm, than it's giving, right? Is it inspiring me or is it draining me? You know, and if it's draining you, then it's time to change your habits with it or just take a break from it altogether. Yeah. So this is kind of like a, a moment for me of just, real talk to myself, not just to the listeners, but you know, within my photography, which is my, it feels like my main creative outlet. I need to sit down and ask myself this very question that I'm asking today. A lot of what we talk about is things that we're going through. And so like, what do you want to create? It's not just like, Oh, I have had these great discoveries about like what I want to create. And I've gone on this creative journey and done all these amazing things. It's like, no, I'm kind of at the very beginning of this. I'm like right there with you and saying to myself, what is it that I want to create within my photography? Like, cause I've, I've gotten so used to it being a business and a, a means of making money and taking care of our family and, you know, paying bills, paying for the house, all those things that it's like, what do I actually want to create mm. with my art? And that's the thing I want to be able to, to focus on is how can I show up creatively in that realm? And for me, it's doing, I've realized that like anytime I shoot something for free, it really, it unlocks something a little bit more creatively to where I just feel like, oh, cool. There's no money on the line. There's no expectations. It's just, I can create. And if you don't, like it, that's okay. You know, Mm. like no, like maybe it was just an investment of time for you, but I'm sure you'll like a little bit of something that I give you, but it's also more for me, you know, to, and and that can sound selfish. It's like, I would say be selfish in your creativity, like really dig down into yourself and figure out what it is that you're, you're interested in. And I've neglected some of my creativity. I, uh, you know, two years ago when we started this podcast, I sold my drum kit so I could get recording equipment to be able to create something within this podcast. And I feel like that's been awesome and amazing, but I've also missed having a drum set. 
And so I've recently purchased a drum kit and like that's been a missing component of creativity in my life because it's such a fun, you know, creative way of like listening to music, doing my own Mm. take. I'm learning just that drummers in the way that photographers, musicians, they each comedians, like they have their own way of viewing things like climbers, a problem like that. They're, you know, climbing up a wall. It's like two people will climb it totally different Two drummers will listen to a track and they will come up with entirely different parts. And I think that's what's so beautiful about the world and about like respecting other people's creativity. It's like, Oh, that's your take on things. Like that's really unique. Like it's not wrong. It's just not how I would have done it. So like, let me see how I would do it as well. Don't be, I would, I would say this to myself really like, don't be, a cheerleader or don't be someone on the sidelines who's just cheering on the game, like get into the game and like actually experience, create do some things. Yeah. I think just starting like two things. One, I think you do have to be careful when your, your job is a more like creative career. Like it can, like I was talking to an artist recently and she was like, honestly, I just had to go like bartend to, to like pay the bills so that I could free up my creative mind to do my art again. Because when I was relying on my art for my income, it actually like stole my joy for it. And that was an interesting perspective. One I've heard before from the book, big magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She kind of talks about that. Like, initially, especially your art may not make you money. It may, it may cost you money. (laughs) And, and so I think it's kind of reassessing that too, especially if you are a creative entrepreneur or somebody that does creation for a living, like realizing that what the creation part of things that might actually bring you the most joy might have nothing to do with your job. And then two, I think just letting yourself start with something just mindless and simple, you know, like if you like to color, like get a coloring book and just color. If you like to bake, just like create and bake something, you know, you can even involve your kids and stuff like that. Um, you know, I think for me, it's been helpful to just rediscover parts of myself that like to play and just have fun and like do stuff for like no purpose other than just create. Like it doesn't need to have an outcome. It doesn't need to make me money. It doesn't have a deadline. Like I just need to put something out in the world. And so for me last winter, I think it was, I don't remember exactly when I thought to myself, like, I would really love to write a poetry book. Like it just kind of came into me and I was like, you've never really written a poem before, you know? So like, where is this coming from? And I don't know where it's going, but I basically just started like every few days, I would just like write a poem. Like it would just kind of, I would have a topic and I would just start writing. And then as time has gone on, like as I'm doing more free writing or like soul writing, the poems have just kind of started to come out of me sometimes Mm -hmm. to where like I have a note thing on my phone that has like 30 little poems, you know, and some of them are great. Some of them are not so great. It doesn't matter. What matters is that you get connected to the flow of the energy of creation and see where it takes you. Be curious with it. Let it open doors for you that you've closed off or that you've never even thought about before. Yeah. I, 
I think you're hitting on something that like the, the creators who we really respect within like the music field, like, I don't know, take someone like Taylor Swift, Bon Iver, like any one of these artists or someone iconic like Prince or Michael Jackson or, you know, any one of these, they just were relentless and didn't stop, but they didn't write every single song. The Beatles, they didn't write every single song and it was amazing. They wrote some stuff that was trash. Yeah. And the thing is, is I think that you hit on a really interesting point of like one of your first thoughts was you've never even written a poem. It's like this, this other side of you that tries to keep you in check of like, you're not a poet, dude. Like yeah, you're not going to be the next young Pueblo or however yeah. you say his name. Yeah. You're, you're <laughs> not going to be that, but it's like, you don't have to be the next young Pueblo or Atticus or any of them. Like you can be the next Katie May and you can have your own unique spin on poetry. Like maybe you have this cool, unique take because you don't, you haven't studied it. You don't know. It's just maybe more a natural flow for you with words. And I think that that can be cool. Like there's untrained musicians who have just a different take because they were never taught. This is how you're supposed mm. to do it. Yeah. Photographers, very similar. It's like there's some that were taught and they are great. And there's some who didn't have any traditional teaching and they just like broke a lot of the rules and it's like, Oh, that's how we create really interesting music. Really interesting art is by knowing the rules and then breaking them. Yeah. Or not knowing them at all and just following your intuition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, this feels interesting. This feels good. This feels like the right next thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think culture tries to keep things kind of boxed and under wraps to just try to keep it standardized. And, you know, I mean, I think there's value to like know that in some things like medicine, you're not going to have a surgeon that's never been trained in surgery. Like right. there's a reason for standardizing how people are trained in certain things. But I think that also can really box us into thinking like I have to have a degree and I have to have this and I have to have that. It's like, no, you really don't mm -hmm. like you just need to practice. You just need to like get into the work of it and like see what comes up for you. Yeah. So that would be my final thing I would say to, to everyone, including myself, is the thing that you're really interested in creating artistically really practice, sit down and practice it. I want to get better as a drummer. I want to get better as a photographer. I want to really stretch myself creatively. And that means going into areas that are uncomfortable. That also applies to relationships. So if there are relationships you want to cultivate more with your partner, with your children, with friends, with, you know, your parents, any of that, you actually have to do the work and you have to create like in order to create the things you want, you have to be willing to do some uncomfortable things. And I believe in you. I believe in myself. I think we can all create and make some beautiful things in this next year to come and, you know, in our lives. So thank you so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers. Peace, y'all. If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're subscribed or following the show by hitting the plus symbol in the upper right-hand corner. If you want to connect with us on Instagram, send us a DM. Katie is at Embrace Yourself Whole. Andrew is at Allegory and Elm. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers.